everyone. Thank you for joining us. You are now tuned into Trish Chat, a series that aims to normalize vulnerability through conversation. Our episodes promote meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Trish Chat, and welcome back. My name is Steph, and I'm here with Jess, who is just dancing, so it made me laugh. <laughs> Thanks for making me laugh at the start of the episode. You're welcome. Um, weekly reminder, um, if you enjoy our podcast, if you think that you know someone who may benefit from listening, um, share with them, um, like our podcast, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcast. That's the end of the Yes, leave a comment. I know there's been some people who dropped in a comment and we really appreciate it. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed. So please, if you're listening, um, just take 20 seconds and hit the five stars and, and write a small <laughs> little comment. It goes a long way. So I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, cool. So for this episode, we are doing a check-in, a quick checking cito, um, <laughs> because... We've been in the pandemic for, it's about to be a, a, like a year since I feel like it started becoming very serious in people's minds. I remember last year around January, um, people were talking about coronavirus, but it was kind of like, oh, there's this coronavirus thing that's come up and maybe it'll be serious, maybe it won't. Um, but we've been in this for a year. Um, if you are in a, um, city or state that was one of the first to go on lockdown and like um have curfews in place and not have indoor dining or like have it sometimes then removing it etc you've probably been um i'm gonna use quarantine in air quotes because i know that doesn't apply to everyone i'm using quarantine as like a very general mm -hmm. term um Quarantine, what I mean is like, if you are someone who has to physically go into work, you probably still are not doing the other things that you can do after work. Um, and if you are someone who has the privilege to work from home, you're probably sitting at home for like most of the day, if not the whole day. So you probably, you're, pro you're probably about to hit a year of quarantining. Our stress levels have been high for a year. It's just been a lot. And um, there's recently been like a lot of, um, articles that I've read about, about people hitting the pandemic wall. Um, and so we wanted to do an episode on this. We wanted to have a check-in offer our own tips of how we're dealing with it. We are by no means experts or therapists or anything like that, but we're just two people who want to share some helpful tips for you all. Did I cover it all, Jess? Yes, you got it. Awesome. Okay. So I want to first talk about um, what, like how we are feeling, um, now that we're, we've been in this for a year and that there is no, um, end in sight. And well, I would say there is an end in sight kind of, but I mean, yes, th there, there's no definitive there's date. There's hope mm -hmm. in that we would get a majority of people vaccinated mm -hmm. and we would be able to um, have some sort of return to the activities that we used to do yeah. um, pre-pandemic. 
when I say there's no end in sight, I mean, there is no date. Like, you know, people are throwing like middle of the year, end of the year. But I'm also seeing that like the U.S. is not where it should be in terms of vac vaccination rates. So what does that mean? Does that mean that these things get pushed back? Does that mean that it's 2022 when we can have some sort of return to some of the activities that we used to do? Yeah. I'm rambling. But for me, for me specifically, um, I think a lot has um, has come up and I I I think you know, when the pandemic first started, it, it's just funny because um, Jess and I had just had our dog neutered. So we were spending a lot of time at home with him anyway. And then we moved across the country and then it was summertime. So there was like a little bit more freedom of like um, being outdoors and doing things outdoors with people where you can do it in a safer way and reduce the risk of transmission. Mm -hmm. And then fall came and it was like being here in the fall for, um, in New York after we hadn't been here for a while. Mm -hmm. And then it was like the holidays and, you know, the holidays weren't the same, but it was still the holidays. And now it's January. It's the middle of winter. There's snow all the time. And the New York city snow, that's kind of like gray and brown. It's not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for me, I'm, I'm just feeling tired. Um, I sit in meetings for a majority of the day the sun sets early. Um, you know, I kind of have the same routine every day and generally routine helps me, but I'm finding that, um, right now it's routine is very hard for me. Mm -hmm. Having a routine is very hard for me because it feels like I don't really have much to look forward to. It's just going to be the same thing every day. And it's just been very, very hard because um, I think in 2020, there was the, well, 2020 is going to be over. We're going to go into 2021. Mm -hmm. And 2021 feels like an extension of 2020. Yeah. And I, I feel that I've had a lot of stress and I've been under constant, like more than the usual, right? More than, and than the constant stress and I don't feel that there's an end in sight. If I was like, okay, bam, most people are going to be vaccinated by X date. I know I just have to hold on for this amount of time. But in reality, what we're seeing is like, we're behind on vaccinations. It's going to be a grim winter in terms of like deaths, et cetera, et cetera. And that's very anxiety inducing for me, coupled with um, the expectations in other parts of your life where you're expected to be productive, where you're expected to like... Um, go into like your, your workspace or your workplace and like be in a, be like collaborative, be in a good mood, you know, mm -hmm. keep th things moving forward. And it kind of feels like you have to wear a mask for many hours of the day. And then you take that off and you're just exhausted. So yeah, how are you feeling? I feel the same. I think that that same routine is just I think I'm through the wall and I'm like coming back in and out and I'm just making the wall bigger. It's, just, it's exhausting. Like I feel very tired. I feel more tired all the time yeah. now. Um, I do think that I'm growing impatient to like, I know it's never going to go back to what it used to be, but just like being able, like I'm, I'm a social person and I miss social events. I miss being around my friends and my loved ones and, not worrying about getting 
sick or getting them sick or killing someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I haven't been able to do that. And so that that's really hard for me as someone who, who, who needs like to be around people. Um, and then just similar to what you said, like, I'm very structured. Like I like to know, <laughs> I guess it's more control. I like to know what to expect next. And with this, there's no, there's no answers. And, and that's probably why I'm so obsessed with CNN because I'm constantly looking at the breaking news yeah. <laughs> that's every 30 seconds and just Seriously. waiting for them to say like, this is what's happening. We're making great progress. And although we are, I know that there's been some great progress over the last few weeks. It's just really hard to not know when this is going to be over. Cause you know, we're both working from home and it, I, I I should say there's so much, like, we're so fortunate to have that mm -hmm. um, option to do. Um, but I do miss not having my home be my work space. Like, yeah. it's, it's very hard for me to like disconnect from work and I'm, you know, doing work and then my startup and then Trish Chat and all this other stuff. And I just feel like I never can really get away from that. And, and it's, I feel that energy sometimes in our home and it's hard to separate that when we're both yeah. doing that. And so I think the impatience comes from that, but also just not knowing when we're going to not have to wear a mask, when we're not going to have to worry. Like this is stress. Like you're stressed that you're going to die constantly. Yeah. Like we're all going to die eventually, but like it's for, for, for some, at least for not me, it's not always on my mind. And with this, I'm always, I'm so paranoid. I'm just like, who's yeah. sick? And like, oh my God, I want to, you know, I'm worried about my mom and my brother and my friends and you and Baxter and like, what's going to happen? And it's, it's just my controlling personality that it just makes me very tired. Like it's constantly on my mind. So I'm yeah. exhausted all the time. Yeah. I saw this, um, this was a post on one of the social media sites, but it was like, when you are um, fatigued from video calls and chats mm -hmm. and you go to a video like webinar on how to like deal with that burnout. And I was like, wow, that perfectly describes yeah. um, that's funny. the pandemic, but that's, that's, that's an aside. Um, I want to talk about what's come up for you in the past year or more recently now that we've been in this for coming up on a year. And I, I think for me, several things have come up. So I'm usually a person that just jokes around about this, but I always have a backup. So if, you know, if she's like, oh my gosh, I love this, like, apple juice from Wegmans, but it ran out. I'm like, oh, I have a backup. Here you go. Like <laughs> I order things in, in bulk and part of it for me that I thought was like, oh, like it's just more, it's, it's actually more economical if you can buy something in bulk in the long run, you end up saving money because the price per you know unit goes down as you buy it in bulk most of the time. What I came to realize <laughs> during the pandemic was that I have a lot of like fears around um, not having food and not having the things that I need to the point where it causes me a lot of stress to the point where 
I feel like I need to have three bottles of four bottles of apple juice because, you know, who knows when's the next time you're going to be able to to get it. And I think the pandemic like made that worse Mm -hmm. because at the very start, there were very limited quantities of things in the supermarket. And I'm the type of person that like, this is my brand. This is my brand. This is what I buy. This is, I don't really mess around with like buying different brands of things too much. And I had to really shift my mentality but I think it also made me realize how much stress being inside of a supermarket causes me regardless. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. Re- regardless, <laughs> regardless of the pandemic, I think the supermarket stresses me out. And then during a pandemic, it just made it even worse because you felt like you were in a competition to like get all your things before they ran out um, in the aisle. And I just realized that I have a really big issue with that. I have a really big issue with like, running out of food, not having food. And I, I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up like not having food in the refrigerator. I didn't grow up like that. My mom would buy like things in bulk as well. And I think it was because of the fact that she, um, I think the term is like was food insecure, um, perhaps growing up. And I think maybe that passed down to me in some way, but I didn't realize that it passed down and it's, it's, it's coming out like really hard. And I have to, I have to take a really hard look sometimes when I'm like getting groceries of like, I don't need this. I already have it. And it's mm-hmm. very hard for me. Yeah. Don't I, laugh. I, I'm not laughing at that. That is a very real thing. And I would never joke about that because that's a real thing for people. I'm just, I'm smiling because it's ironic how I told you when we first started, when we first moved in together that I have like anxiety in supermarkets and you were just, you know, that was like a, a, a fight for us like yeah because you love going to the supermarket to get all your stuff and i was like i hate this like i cannot stand but i actually here. didn't love it if you look back right but like that was very important for you to do and for me i'm like let's just like order our groceries like let's just find another way or like find a different day to do it and now it's like it's coming up for you that it's like anxiety inducing and so two people who don't want to do it like but it has to get done so it's just it's ironic because and yeah. we 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 are privileged enough where we're able to order our groceries now, but even that causes anxiety for me because yeah. it's a constant mental battle with myself of like, I need to order three more packs of chicken. It's like, I can't even fit all the chicken I have in the freezer. Yeah. I can't cook fast enough. So it's, it's still um, stressful, but ordering our groceries has made it a little bit um, more bearable. The other thing that has, um, I think come up for me is my, relationship with food Mm -hmm. and how it's not like super healthy all the time because I tend to um, binge on sugar Mm -hmm. when I have high points of stress. And of course that's due to the fact that like my go-to is to suppress my feelings because of my childhood, et cetera. And so instead of like dealing with the emotion, I go and I eat like five Smarties and then a blow pop and then some ice cream and then like a bunch of candy and then my stomach hurts. And then I do it over and over and over and over again. Um, and that's not necessarily the relationship with food that I want to have. I do the same thing with like, I'll eat chips and candy Mm -hmm. and things that I don't, that I know don't make me feel good. If I eat a ton of it, Yeah, 
I go to that and I know that I'm not going to feel good and I feel bad as I eat it and I feel worse after I eat it. But you still do. It's just like this really toxic cycle and I don't want to have that relationship with food. So that's that's come up for me because I think something important for us to consider is not not living in a binary in some way where it's like, oh, well, people who have bad relationships with food have anorexia or bulimia or whatever it may be like you don't necessarily need to be diagnosed with that for your relationship with food to not be where you want it to be and I don't want to I don't want it to come across as like shaming people like I'm not one that's like you should do this diet or you should do whatever like you should eat whatever you feel good eating Mm -hmm. but for me I recognize that I don't feel good going to eat it after I eat it, mm-hmm. it's just not good. So I would say um, those are two things that have come up for me. The third thing that has come up for me is like um, my other escape mechanism is social media. Mm. And so I could spend like four hours on TikTok and not inter- not consecutively, but like mm-hmm. I could spend over the course of a day four hours on TikTok and not interact with anyone. And it kind of just feels like you it's like an escape because you're not living in your reality and it feels so disconnected because i sit on i sit in front of a screen to do work and i'm connecting with people but not really because it's like over a screen and we're doing work and then i i i'm i'm done with that and then i go and i watch maybe some netflix and then i you know go on tiktok And it's kind of like just numbing Mm -hmm. all the time, like not living in the reality of things. And sometimes you need that. But um, for me, it's just, you know, you couple like eating stuff that doesn't make me feel good with like consuming a bunch of stuff where then my day is gone. And then I feel like, where did my day go? I have to do the same thing again tomorrow. It's just a cycle of things that don't feel good. So those are like all the things that have come up for me. I'm sure they've come up for you too. Yeah, I would have to agree on all those. I think the I think the constant snacking and like eating all the sugar. And and I want to be clear like it's also important to be kind to ourselves and that we are going through a pandemic and like we are limited to going outside and like it affects our mood and we're working all the time and we're watching the news and we're in this and so our body's craving Like for me, my body craves sugar when I'm stressed and all that. So um, that has come up a lot for me, um, which for me, it's unfortunate because like prior to the pandemic, like that wasn't my life anymore. Like I had kind of stepped away from that sugar and stuff. Like I was training for the marathon and like I was able to work out every day in our gym and all that stuff. And so um I think that that was kind of one of the hardest shifts for me, especially because now we're in the winter and, you know, back in the Bay, if I didn't want to be in the gym, I could go on a run outside. And mm-hmm. although I can do that now, as I'm staring at the blizzard that's happening right now, I can't do that all the time. Yeah. And so I think for me, what's come up is just like how apparent um, my mood shifts from being inside all day. Um, I noticed that when I go on hours of being home all day, if like Baxter's at, um, daycare, um, yes, Baxter goes to doggy daycare and I go to pick him up, 
my mood completely changes when I'm outside. Like yeah. I take a breath of fresh air and it's like life has just been like put inside. It's yeah. very strange. And like the chemicals in my brain, like everything changes. Like I, I see the world in a very different place and I have energy to do stuff versus when I'm home all day, it's very easy for me to just fall into that. Like yeah. my, my, my mood is, it can shift very easily uh, depending on where I'm at. So that has come up a lot for me. And so, um, you know, part of me constantly looking at that stuff, um, is just making sure I move in some way. Um, so I bought a standing desk so that I can at least stand some of the day yeah. if I am in back-to-back meetings and I can't really go outside for a long walk. Um, and just trying to be more aware of that because, I, because I know how my, my, my energy shifts when I get like outside time. I'm trying to be more conscious about that and making sure I get outside, even if it's like shitty weather, just yeah. for like a, you know, luckily we have Baxter and he forces us to go out on walks and I'm very grateful for yeah. that. Um, but on days that we're just not feeling it, like I try to push myself to at least enjoy it for a few minutes versus yeah. not doing it at all. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, I, 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 what's come up also is, I mentioned this before, but like how much I miss my social life. Like I, I really miss just meeting my friends at a bar or like we're in such a dope neighborhood now that has a lesbian bar a few blocks away. And like, they've been closed because of the pandemic. And I'm like, man, I really wish we could have explored that, could have explored that or we could do it now. And, um, it just it 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 really makes me sad to think that like we as humans we need connection and like for me I I need that and um it's just a lot of like missing missing that part uh, of my life because it's so important to me um so yeah I would say those things on top of everything else you mentioned yeah and I wanna I wanna talk about we've we've only talked about the negative things. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but I want to, um, talk about how you're working, like the things that you mentioned, how are you working on that? Right. Are you just, are you, are you saying like, I, I throw my hands up, like it's just going to no. happen and I'm just going to let it be. Or are there things that you are doing to work on those aspects that you, um, that you mentioned? Yeah. So it's interesting you say that because this is something that I'm actively working on with um, my therapist. And um, I know it was very apparent to you and apparently it was very apparent to my therapist, but something that we really came to learn a few weeks ago um, was how much I don't want to feel bad feelings or even good feelings. Um, and so the reason I'm bringing that up is when these things come up for me as we're in this pandemic, whether they're good, bad, I, I am very aware now and I try really, really hard to just feel whatever it is I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't try to run away from it. I don't try to like block it with like eating sugar or watching TV. Like I literally take a second and just think and let it go through my body, even though I know it's going to suck. Uh, whether it's like a really bad feeling or a bad memory or whatever it is, um, and just sit in it. Because what I'm learning is that 
I've had these like um, methods of kind of protecting myself from like bad feelings because I didn't want I didn't know how to process it mm-hmm. uh, or regulate. And so now that I'm older and although I don't necessarily know how to do it completely, um, I'm pushing myself to do that. And so um, how am I doing that? I'm just sitting in it and I'm 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 letting the feeling pass and um I'm just being kind to myself and saying, okay, what it is, what is it that you need right now that you, that is like attainable for you? Um, and so, like I mentioned, go outside, just take a walk or listen to a podcast. I love podcasts. So I'll throw on, you know, shout out to Diking Out. Um, Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite podcasts. If I want a good laugh, I just do that. Um, moving like this morning we got up and I was like, Hey, I'm going to work out. Like, I just want to work out. And I felt it was a 15 minute workout. I didn't have a lot of time but I felt so good after it. I felt different. And we all know that there's proven science out there that yeah. why that makes you feel good. And so I know the things that work for me, but it's hard to kind of stick to those when you're going through something like this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I would say for me, it's kind of, um, going back to like the basics in my life and that I know that what works and and also not overwhelming myself because I have a tendency of being like, okay, I have to revamp everything. I need to feel really good. And so I need to read. I need to work All out. Or nothing. I need yeah. to do, like, it's always like that. And for me, it's like, no, you don't have to do that. You can do a 15 minute workout, take a nice shower. I made a, I made a smoothies today. We had some smoothies. Um, and then I just relaxed. Like, why are you shaking your head? I just want to say to the public, was listening that i have told jess to do these 10 15 minute workouts for so long but you're you had an all or nothing mentality yeah i'm glad you're i'm glad you're being flexible yes and so i don't know i just today i feel i feel good and like i didn't even do that much but i did enough for me to feel good about you moved yeah i I did i had movement and so yeah, I just if you know what works for you, I I would say I would challenge you to just try that one thing and go from there. And if you have the energy to do another thing that works for you, then go for it. But don't yeah. like don't run yourself to the ground as as I have uh because it, it's not sustainable. Like you won't be able to do it the next day. And so start small and um that could be anything from like the list that I said to um yeah, going on a walk, reading a book, calling your favorite person, calling the person you want to talk to at that time. Yeah. Recording a podcast, watching TV, writing, whatever. Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. I think you hit on um a couple of things that are really important. One, and I think I think this one requires a little bit more work and potentially like the help of a um, trained therapist, but it's understanding the root cause as to why you react the way that you do to things or what triggers your actions Mm -hmm. when, when something causes you to not feel good. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important because that's how you are able to really work through that instead of having a restrictive mindset. Right. So if, if I know that when I have um, I, I had a, a, a bad meeting or something like that. I'm going to go eat a bunch of candy, right? I can stop, stop myself from eating the candy, but I'm still going to crave it because I never dealt with why I felt right. that way. But if I understand that the reason why I feel that way is because 
deep down, you know, I believe that I'm not worthy of this or I'm not like, Mm -hmm. right. Like I'm not worthy of respect. I'm not worthy of whatever. And I felt that someone disrespected me. It triggered that emotion in me that I have subconsciously. And if I'm able to understand, like, you know what, I'm feeling really stressed because I felt that this person disrespected me and it's, it's bringing about that belief that I had. And I'm going to sit down and remind myself all of the reasons why I am worthy of respect Maybe I don't want that candy anymore. Or maybe I do have a little bit of candy, but I'm not having a whole bag of it. So really important to get to the root cause of things. I also think that you kind of hit on it. um, And this is something that I'm working on, which is shifting your mindset. Um, And I think sometimes we have like an all or nothing mindset where it's like, well, I can't go outside and see my friends. I can't like do this. I can't do whatever. So now everything's like gone to shit. And I, this is not the case all the time. I still struggle with this, but I, I oftentimes when I'm feeling down, I try and remind myself the beauty of living in New York is, you know, the snow plow always outside, (laughs) some outside noise, courtesy of us. Anyway, when, you know, today it's, it's snowing, it's supposed to snow a lot. And, you know, when I wake up and it's a weekday and there's like a ton of snow outside, I know that I'm going to the same routine, but I try and remind myself, like, I'm, 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 I'm privileged and I'm lucky in that I don't have to go outside in that. Like, I don't have to go walk on the train, like deal with train delays, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Like I get to sit at home and not have to deal with that. Or I get to wake up a little bit later than I normally do because I don't have to commute. Or I, today I want this, like this food that I make myself, I get to have that for lunch fresh because I'm home and I get to make that for myself. So just like trying to find the positives of your current situation and maybe you are commuting into work, but maybe you're like, you know what? It ta- normally it takes me an hour to get to work, but now it takes me 30 minutes because there are fewer people on the road. And maybe that's that's great because you get to sleep in a little bit more. Maybe you get to mm-hmm. do whatever it is with that extra time. The other piece that I think I just, I just started doing this, so maybe at some point I'll respond back on how it's going, is I can't, I can't necessarily change everything about the way that my current routine is, but I can add a little bit of variety to that. So what does that mean? It means that um, I bought myself like uh, a really, like a variety of like creamers that I can use in my coffee in the morning and I can switch it up depending on what I want. I normally drink my coffee black, but I, I, I want something to like Jazz it it up, up, change it up. I bought a coconut whipped cream so I could, you know, make myself a little specialty coffee or whatever. Um, Because, you know, that's something that I can look forward to in the morning or something I'm like, which which one am I going to have? Am I going to have my French vanilla oat (laughs) creamer or this, you know, oatmeal cookie, you know, oat milk creamer, whatever. Um, So those things are important. Buying different brands or flavors of seltzer so that it's something different for me. 
that's something that I think is helpful as well because it's something for you to look forward to and it's something very, very, very small yeah. um, that you can do. Jess and I have also bought like um, cards and we try and incorporate like instead of watching TV, let's play Uno mm-hmm. and I win. And <laughs> Okay. Or, or we buy a puzzle that... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so um, side story. Jess and I went to um, Target, Target, um, and we were in the aisle where they have puzzles. And I think you reached for like a 100-piece or 200-piece puzzle. And of course, I know that you're competitive and I wanted to get under your skin. And I was like, oh, you don't believe in yourself? <laughs> Just a 100-piece puzzle. So she picks up a 750-piece puzzle, okay? <laughs> and we come back and we spread out the puzzle. And I think we spent, what, two hours? <laughs> I, I did one went. small corner, the corner that has the 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 logo on it of the company that makes it in writing. So it's very obvious what pieces go there. And Jess does like the line at the top. I did which a is, couple pieces, which actually. Is all, which is all like blue. And then we put the puzzle back in the box and we have to revisit it. But those are like, those are things that... I, mean, um, I thought that was just more like bonding and... Yeah. They, way, ways to connect with the people in your household if you live with folks, but also... Um, inexpensive things where, yes, it's an investment up front to buy that, but it's something that you can use over time and it helps you to disconnect from the news, disconnect from social media, um, do something outside of work and, um, to have some fun. Yeah. You know, I, I like doing, um, people call me a grandma for this, but I like to, uh, you do those word find puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only because you buy the 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 books that are like as tall as you because so, you can't see so i so another side story i had to go on a business trip to florida this is when we lived still lived in new york and i get on the flight with um my coworker at the time which is just astonishing because the flight didn't even take off and she, your co-worker. and she was like not we're not on the same team anymore yeah and she was knocked out and i have a deep Wait, respect for this? people i'm not gonna say it <laughs> i have a deep respect for people who can just like fall asleep with, me. without the plane even taking off i am a very nervous flyer i get a lot of anxiety and i have to stay awake for the whole flight just to make sure that everything's okay i have no training in being a pilot or anything but i just need to make sure everything's running smoothly <laughs> i don't know um so i buy myself those like word find puzzles yeah. so we sit down um, flight's about to take off. Um, she's still awake at this point. Literally this, this person, I think woke up like after the flight had landed and everything, she was out for the whole flight. I already know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> and I pull out my book. Cause you know, I'm like, I'm going to deal with my anxiety. And she's, she's just like, excuse me. My grandma has one of those. Like, who are you? And I was like, well, um, if you don't want to hold my hand throughout this flight, just let me with, be with so my book. But it is very helpful. It is, um, it's a good distraction. It's something that you can do. I think it keeps your brain sharp too, um, which is great. But those are like little things that you can introduce. Like think about your, like your self-care routine. Um, you know, like maybe doing face masks or deep conditioning your hair or doing things that you may you may have the luxury of doing because you may be spending more time at home because of the pandemic, things that you wouldn't have done otherwise, like maybe reorganizing your pantry, reorganizing yeah. your things that not everyone finds joy in that that's stressful for some people. If it's stressful for you, don't do it. But if it's 
if it's like, if you find joy in that, those are things that you can do to introduce some sort of variety yeah. um, in your time. So those are the things that I'm doing to work on my things that I pointed out, which is, you know, working with my therapist on identifying the root cause, introducing a little bit um, of variety. Um, and also just, I think for me, it's just, it's what you mentioned. It's having a little more of like an open mindset in regards to my relationship with food and not shaming myself, but also not restricting, but just approaching things from a sense of like moderation. So if I want Oreos, eating Oreos, but not necessarily like eating the whole bag because I know that my stomach is going to hurt Yeah. Um. after that, but just changing more of my mindset of like, it's okay for me to eat these things. I don't need to restrict myself. It's okay for me to have um some candy. I don't need to... um like forbid myself from eating it. Cause I, you know, I do like candy. Do I need to eat a whole bag of it in one sitting? That's where it's more of the, you know, moderation mindset for me of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this out of joy. I'm going to do this because I enjoy um, this particular candy, but I know that I don't need to eat a ton of it where I'm not going to feel right. good physically where like my stomach actually hurts. Right. Spot on. So I know that we talked about the things that we have been doing. Um, and this might be similar, but, you know, it's always nice to just recap for people. What are some tips that, you know, you would share for those who are struggling right now um, and hitting that, you know, what they call the pandemic wall? Uh, I think we hit on on the ones that I, at least I would say, but uh, I can reiterate. Um going back to the basics and thinking about the things that you actually enjoy. Um, and I know that may be hard now because you're, we're constantly stressed about this pandemic, but try to go back to pre COVID and, um, think about the things that really brought you joy. And and out of those things, are there versions of those things that you can still do, um, while we are still in this pandemic? So whether that's like working out, you know, finding, different ways to move, you know, we're kind of limited in that. Uh, maybe you can't go to your favorite gym and, and work out, or maybe you can't be with your running group or whatever. Um, just finding different ways in, in doing that, you know, whether it's building your own home gym or going on a walk or, uh, using free apps, that free have workout apps, um, all those things. And then, um, w- with that, just like, kind of what you were saying, like, look, create things to look forward to. Like you bought those things, the creamers and stuff for you. Like you're going to look forward to tomorrow morning when you get to pick which one you want and Mm -hmm. like you can switch it up throughout the week. And, um, you know, for me, like I loved going to the movies. So, um, maybe something like we kind of do this, like we, we tell each other about something that's coming on or, you know, Eddie, the movie guru will like hit us up and be like, Oh, look, this movie's coming out. Um, and now all that stuff is coming through all the streaming services. And so make that, make that a treat for yourself in the middle of the week. Like you have, if you're working from home or even if you're not like make that a thing for maybe after dinner, that's something you do on Wednesday night, um, as something to look forward to. So just like creating those moments for yourself that like, maybe they're not the same as before, but 
it it's in a way like tricking your mind to think that like no there is something to look forward to and doing that and um i think just overall what i said before is just um be kind to yourself regardless of like where you're at at uh, whatever stage you're at during this pandemic whether you're you're doing all right whether you're hitting the wall whether you're almost hitting the wall whether you're tired impatient whatever like just be kind of yourself and also be proud of yourself that you're making it through this like yeah. this is you know this is a all lot right. of stress and like not to be morbid or anything, but like a lot of people have died from this and 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 it's hard to like stay in high spirits when so many people are dying and like you're scared and um you know hopefully you're being safe and so be proud that you're you're taking care of yourself and you're 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 still here to live another day and 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 see hopefully the the end to this very soon yeah um i would i would add a couple of of things to that um find find ways to connect with your loved ones at home and so i'm saying that as someone who as i mentioned earlier like i could spend you know i spend a lot of time working and then i could spend hours on tiktok and sometimes i wasn't even like connecting with jess and so I, you know, you, you feel this sense of loneliness, even though you're living with someone. And so find ways to connect with the people that, you know, that you live with. And that could be like movie night, as just mentioned, it could be, um, playing, uh, games doing, you know, this is where social media can be good. You know, they have like dance challenges or all these other sorts of challenges, like doing that. Um, if you live by yourself, maybe having a, like, if you have dinner over video with like someone once a week or, you know, mm -hmm. um, now they have this like app or something where you can watch a movie with someone else. Yeah, like, sling, sling yeah. TV. Yeah, like looking into that and, you know, maybe that's a way that you can watch a movie with people that don't um, live in your household and it's a way for you to stay safe but still do those activities. Yeah, I know people who are like dating, you know, still through like virtual uh world i sound so old um <laughs> are like ordering dinner and drinks for each other and like having a phone call or a video chat and that's how they're spending their night so yeah not that you have to do that on a date you could do that with a friend or family or whoever yeah um as a way to add variety you know if you've been at home and you've been cooking all the time and cooking all of your meals and it can get tiring. Maybe introduce like, um, if you're in a relationship, a date night with your significant other and in that date night, you're going to support a local business and you're going to do a different one, um, every week. And that's, that's, you know, you can feel good about the fact that you're supporting a local business, a local restaurant, which is like really crucial right now. Cause a lot of restaurants are struggling to keep their doors open. Um, but that's also a way for you to connect. And you can even do date night with like your friends mm -hmm. um, or the people who live in your household, even if they're not a romantic partner um, and you support uh, a local business. Like I said, if you're having dinner with someone over video, you can each decide you're going to support a local business in your respective neighborhoods, et cetera. Yep. Um, another piece I would say is just changing your mindset. I think where I struggled and I where I've been struggling recently is 
this expectation of myself to be as productive as I was before the pandemic or even more. Mm -hmm. Um, and just understanding that, you know, that's that, no, like, that's just not a thing. And, and focusing on like one or two things that I will get done in that day. And that's it. Yeah. N- not like, Oh, I'm going to do these 25 things today. Um, I'm going to do all of this stuff. And it's like, no, I'm going to do one thing today. Right. Just having that like kindness to yourself. I'm going to do three things tomorrow and revisiting that every morning, recognizing that you're going to wake up some mornings and you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. And it's okay for you to feel like shit, not, not physically like shit, but just emotionally where you're like, I can't get it together today. Like I just can't. And maybe that's realizing the one thing that I'm going to do today is I'm going to get out of this bed and sign on. That's the one thing I'm going to do today. Yeah. I like that. It's important. Um, taking, you know, if you have this privilege, like taking a mental health day when you need it. I think people haven't taken time off um, and things like that. And that I understand why, because you fear, you know, losing your job if you're taking time off or or things like that. Um, but you cannot function if you're spent, if you are not in a good place. So, you know, if you can, if if you're able to, taking that one day where you don't have to sign on, you don't have to do the commute where you can drink your coffee from your bed or drink your tea from your bed or just watch movies in bed all day, whatever it is that you want to do to feel good and to recharge. Yeah. Doing that. We call them you days like that. Yeah. And if you're not working and you're looking for work, um, taking a break and still having a you day. Yeah. That's important too. Important not to like run your, run yourself to the ground. Like take a you day. It's okay. Like doesn't mean you're doesn't mean you're less productive or that you're you are not not good if you don't if you do that so please take some time for yourself it's important yeah 100 percent. thank you all for listening we hope that this was helpful to you all um we're sending everybody tons of love and light and um hoping that we can all get through this in our own ways and yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening stay safe wear a mask peace bye